For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hour two of the show. We could also call this Thirsty Thursday pregame if we wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I think Ego's we're going, going to. down. So, uh, big thanks to our friends at the mill, by the way, uh, providing Stricky with the tea, getting that voice back Got on the voice track. Back on order. Right where it needs to be. That's right. Speaking of back on top, about your Thunderbirds, Stricky. TBZs, the Thunderbirds flock squad. Shout out to them 2024. Holiday tournament champs beat uh, Central, and they beat them pretty good. Actually, beat the brakes off of them a little bit. But um, <laughs> shout out to them. Way to get it done, Flock Squad. We know you showed up and showed out. Shout out to uh, Coach Klein as well as the T Birds this year. Congrats from the Lincoln Lutheran grad as well. But that's that's always a big deal. Winning those holiday tournaments just means something, right? Everyone else is on break. You're the main attraction, right? No school to worry about, just basketball, and it's a citywide tournament. That's a big deal mm-hmm. to you know essentially be kings of the city. Well, it's just, a, it's, it, it, so if you know, you know, if you're an old schooler and, and I know, I think uh, Lincoln, they used to do it at the um, at Pershing, uh, right? Pershing Auditorium. They used to do theirs. But if you know, you know what it was like when I was playing in high school to go to the uh, Civic Auditorium and get it in. I mean, it was some of the best basketball all day. And you just did not want to be in that daytime uh, roster. Mm. You you wanted to be the the prime time after four. Everyone's you, off work. You, you wanted yeah. to be in those games, and this is why you hate. You did not want to go into the consolation bracket. You wanted to be playing in them prime time games because boy oh boy did they get rowdy, and it was full pack, good basketball. Do you remember intense. your favorite game that you played in that tournament? Um, one of the ones was a really good game. We played against South, um, really, really battled them out and almost beat them. That was the year. I think they won the state tournament Mm. for, with badge. And then, um, I do remember playing against, uh, I want to say either Benson or prep with, uh, Curtis Marshall Mm. with that crew. They were really good, but, um, yeah, man, it was it was always fun. I mean, we would always get 
pretty close. I think we'd get to the semifinals. We never won it, but we would we would definitely be in the hunt. You know, some sometimes and then, but uh, there was just some teams that were really fun to play back then. It was who really are the teams intense. you loved playing against? Uh, obviously, at that time, it was going to be Benson. Whenever we played them, because Andre Woolridge was, was just a huge rivalry. I, I remember playing in 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 the game, and a lot of people will remember this because it was probably the biggest game that anybody had attended. It was at Bellevue West, and. It was literally standing room only. And when I tell you standing room, even like the fire department could have literally stopped the game because that's how many people were in there. Like, so the entrance at Bellevue West, you go through the main doors and then you would come in through the, uh, the gym. It was, it was full in that whole hallway. So you couldn't get in anymore. Mm -hmm. It was full on that back hallway. Every bleacher to the top, to the other side was full. The baseline was full and they left the doors open. So like people were standing outside watching the game because it was just it was it was so intense and so so packed. I think I had like forty something that game and, and Dre had like Was that your lifetime something. high? Uh no, I th- well, I actually it was against Burke in a district game. I think I had like forty eight mm. against Burke. And uh we won that we won that that district game or the district tournament. But yeah, man, it, it, those were fun. Those were games. That was when high school gyms were like, you know, packed oh, to the heel. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. man. We used to get it. It was intense. What happened in Nebraska prep basketball? Like, yeah. What I want to say it's like bad, but I feel like we don't have the same environments. That same high level consistently. The Metro has it right. It's gotten back up there, but I never experienced that. Shrekey, like, yeah. I feel like Nebraska's missed that for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I I can't. Is, uh, is it club and AAU? Maybe it could could be just an over saturation of ball. Um, are there rivalries like we used to have back then? That's I think that's one of the things. I mean, it's because, hard to be rivalries on that level without the high level talent. Though, well, right? See, that's the thing. I mean, because I, I can tell you that it didn't matter if we was playing Brian. There was a guy, you know, there, another lefty named uh, David Knight, who was a killer, Chris Black. And then we would play Central and, and you know, um, you know, Coach Barons. I think you you might be familiar yeah, with him. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. he was like their point guard, and they would have guys mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, um, I would say, Walt Outlaw and, you know, some guys Bo like that. Walt Outlaw. Bo Outlaw? Walt Outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it didn't matter where we played. If it was Northwest, if it was Lincoln. I mean, Lincoln East at the time mm-hmm. was really strong. I mean, they would have guys like Matt Spethman and 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 guys like that. Miller South. and it, it just didn't matter. It didn't matter if you're playing suburbs, inner city, or even coming down to Lincoln. Southeast was really good back then. Um, mm-hmm. So those teams were really intense. Then you would play guys, even if you played Northwest at the or Northeast at the time, they would have like Ryan El- Elrod and guys like that. And Burke would have like Brian Cobbs. I mean, it was it was always a couple of guys on a other team that were really good mm-hmm. that would give you some some uh some work that you'd have to do. What about the football side? Best environment you played at in football? Probably prep. Hmm. Prep was always winning. We never really got to play Papillion back then. Papillion was really good, really, really good back then. We didn't ever get to play them, but uh, Prep was always once Central was really good back then. That was back when Calvin Jones right. was uh, was running back. Alman was a running back. I didn't get mm-hmm. to see Alman. I was too old, but 
Um, but Calvin Jones, and they always had like big linemen that you'd have to like. Golly, as a linebacker, you have to freaking face their linemen. But those were those were those were intense, and then uh, your um, the rivalry with us in Bellevue East was always there. And then you would have um, uh, teams like um, you know the Millard. The West Side, mm. they were always good, mm-hmm. you know, just real physical. And then down here, Southeast was 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 the beast uh, down here that we had to uh, deal with. So yeah, it was intense. Who was the team that you knew you walked in the gym or they walked in yours? It was going to be a long night, like knock down, drag out, physical fight on the basketball court. Um, and I know you embrace that kind of stuff. So it would have to be for me. It would have to be Millard South. Mm-hmm. Because they, you know, they had guys like Matt Kelly and and Devin Rollins and guys like that that were, you know, so they were very physical. They were going to get after you. They had great coaching. Uh, so I knew I was gonna it was gonna be a tough night that I'd have to work. So mm. yeah, I would say Miller South. Text line comment section. Remember back to your own glory days. Obviously, Strick went on to bigger and better things. But if you're like me, your glory days stopped in high school. Give us your career highest point scored on a basketball court. Tell us who it was against. We'll shout you out, 402-464-5685. Strick, let's turn our attention to the NFL Pro Bowl. The rosters were released today. I'm going to start at the quarterback position. I think you see two completely different stories if you look at the two conferences. The AFC starting quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa. Then the two other guys, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. I was a little surprised to see Mahomes in there. I think Josh Allen's had some better stats. I would have yeah. been shocked to see like a, a Trevor Lawrence, you know, who has the Jags in pole position in the AFC South be named there. But again, it's Tagovailoa, the starter, Jackson and Mahomes. You look at the NFC, completely different story. Brock Purdy, the leading <laughs> vote getter. He's the starting quarterback for the NFC, followed up by Dak Prescott, who has been on a burner basically all year. And resurgent Matthew Stafford. We talked about this a little bit, but the difference in quarterback play from the AFC to the NFC is striking anyways. But you see the two you know, sets of Pro Bowl quarterbacks, and it's, yeah, advantage AFC at the quarterback position. Yeah, I, I would have to say that as well. But at the same time, you know, those guys in the NFC are... You know, there, there have been some inconsistencies with them. Obviously, you've seen some up-and-down roller coasters with both mm-hmm. product... Uh, pro, uh, Brock Purdy, as well as Dak Prescott. And then, you know, I'm surprised. I'm just so surprised at Matt Stafford. But, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's where the, the fall off is. But I, who I, else I, are you going to argue for? I mean, Hurts hasn't maybe, been what yeah, he was, but yeah, maybe. He's not the same. That's the thing. Um, Gino, no. You know, I, to be honest, I, I don't know if the numbers step, st- uh, stack up for it, but I would have looked at Jared Goff and just what he's been able to do in, in getting sure. those line teams. I like that. I, I would have looked at that. I would have thought that would have fit a little bit better than maybe some of the other decisions that came out of that. Uh, running back, I think, makes sense in the AFC. Uh, Mostert from the Dolphins, James Cook from the Bills, Derek Henry from the Titans. Wide receiver. Um, the starting wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper. You have Keenan Allen from the Chargers and then Jamar Chase. But, Strick, I don't think we talked about this yesterday because it happened right at the end of our show and going into old school. Tyreek Hill's $7 million Miami mansion Caught on fire while he was at practice. Yeah. Can you imagine getting pulled out of practice to be told, hey, bro, your house is on fire? Well, just think of all the things, the uh, paraphernalia, not paraphernalia, but the... the, Memorabilia. Memorabilia. I said paraphernalia. (laughs) I knew what you meant, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's no bueno. No. (laughs) Maybe there was something. No, I'm just playing, allegedly. What else Um, went up in smoke? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, 
the uh, memorabilia and all of that that's in there and, and just the things that you've accumulated, uh, the memories. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mm. All of that, but you have children because now it seems as if word has come out that it was a child that was playing with matches or playing with <laughs> there was uh, a lighter, lighter of some sort. So <laughs> you have a child now, so you you better you better watch out for your seven million dollar uh, Lincoln crib. And, and not not losing out on everything because uh, little little Herbie's freaking out there playing with matches. Give me a, a seven hundred thousand dollar Lincoln crib before I get to the seven million dollar crib. But uh, the matches and the lighters are hidden away, and just in case he's listening, I am not going to spill the beans yeah. as to where they're at. But it sounds like everyone was okay. Thankfully, uh, no no person, no pets were harmed in this. Just smoke and water damage. It's expensive enough. I mean, I'm sure there's insurance, right? You're not going to be dumb enough to buy a $7 million mansion not have insurance. Well, but that's, that's going to be a long process of, you know, renovating. No you're going to have to move out. And, yeah. and like you say, some of those things are un- irreplaceable, right? Mm-hmm. But the main thing about it, too, is the I would say there is definitely insurance because I've lived in Florida mm-hmm. and I know that they require insurance for everything. I mean, mm-hmm. they basically, no matter where you live, you you can be not in a floodplain or in a flood zone and they're going to make you pay for it. So, <laughs> so I someone else is in the floodplain. So I'm definitely sure that he has whatever the insurance is necessary because <laughs> Florida is making you pay for it. No doubt. That's funny. Um, tight end in the AFC, two guys, Travis Kelsey. And David Njoku. Who do you think is the starting tight end? Um, to me, to be honest, I love what Njoku's doing. Like, Kelsey is, he's always there, but he's not the same as what he would have been last year. Like, right. If he was putting up the same numbers that he was doing last year, maybe I would have said so. But mm-hmm. Njoku looks like a, a man possessed. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's like a, a matchup problem, and he's tough to stop all the way around. So... Um, he's got great speed and just physicality, mm-hmm. and he's starting to get his route running on play. Like I, I really like Njoku. I do too. He's had the best season of his career by far, and that connection with Joe Flacco yeah, has been pretty incredible over the last month or so. I'm going to air my grievance right now. Zaire Franklin, middle linebacker for the Colts, not a pro bowler. Mm. Leading the NFL in tackles for a fringe top 10 defense, Stepped, you know, his game up with uh, Shaq Leonard not pulling up to standard. Uh, Bobby Okereke uh, let go. It. Let's stop it now. That's a bias. That's a bias. Would you give the NFL's leading tackler a, a starting bias. Pro Bowl nod? That is a bias. Roquan Smith, who? Patrick <laughs> Queen, who? Both Ravens inside linebackers. Are you kidding me? Pick one. Oh, well, Pick one. Say you're Franklin. I ain't mad at you. That's, That's where I'm at maybe, with it. Maybe they're, maybe they're just mad at, you know, Colts ownership. He's <laughs> trying to... Stick it to him a little bit. Could be. <laughs> uh, let's move down the list to the NFC here. Uh, Christian McCaffrey starting running back for the NFC. DeAndre Swift, uh, the Eagles, Kyron Williams there. The NFC wide receivers, fascinating bunch. C.D. Lamb, uh, the one of the starting he's wide been, receivers. A.J. Brown has the numbers, the impact, kind of Kelsey-ish, though. Doesn't feel the same. You have Mike Evans, 
Strick, who has his 10th straight season of 1,000 receiving yards. Like Mike That's Evans amazing. is so incredibly consistent, still flies under the radar. As long as he's healthy. Right. Yeah. And then Puka Nakua. I love it. 29 yards away from breaking the, the single-season rookie record. Good for that young man. I love it. I love it. He, he is a true testament of um, someone who's worked his butt off and who was prepared for the moment mm-hmm. and who, when it was time to step in, filled the void and became him. Mm. And he's going he's gonna to get well taken care of for it. And I, I, I love those stories. Those stories to me mean so much. It's, it's, uh, it's, it hits home for me. And I'm, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I'm glad to see that they recognized it. Uh, starting tight end is George Kittle for the NFC over Sam Laporta. That, to me, again, feels kind of like the name recognition over what's actually been probably. done this year. And probably the success. Right. The the NFC offensive line, though, strike. Like, the AFC offensive line is solid, but the NFC tackles Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Panay Sewell. Mm-hmm. Insane. Zach Martin, Chris Lindstrom, Landon Dickerson, the guards. Jason Kelsey, Frank Ragnall. My goodness. That is... We talk about the quarterbacks having the advantage in the AFC. The NFC Pro Bowl line might be the most insane collection of talent sick, assembled. Sick, and and they're all well deserving because mm-hmm. they're they're beasts at the craft. They're mm-hmm. very good at what they do. I, I didn't know for sure if Jason Kelsey was going to even come back, but I'm I'm glad to see that he did. He's phenomenal. But um, I I think what they did didn't they didn't they move Cam over to guard they because did. of it. Mm-hmm. Because Cam is just, you can't really keep him down. Like, Cam is really that good. His footwork, all mm-hmm. that. I love the fact that they did that. He'll probably ultimately replace Kelsey, Kelsey when he leaves. But, but who knows when that'll may, be? Never, yeah, who knows? We'll see. Um, let's go to the text line. Got a lot of good stuff here, Strick. Um, Claytonia John asks, Strick, do you remember when Andre Risen's mansion caught on fire? I do, but that was a different circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a left eye situation. <laughs> Literally by name. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that was that was uh that was uh, a friction in the house. That means uh not happy happy and she wasn't wife, but not happy woman, uh, <laughs> troubling household. Right. Literally by fire. So Literally. It, it, if it's friction in the house and the friction is being, you know, struck in together, it creates fire. That's what was going on in that situation. I do remember that. Those uh, sticks and stones got to oh work. My gosh. Um we got some ballers on the text line here. Stricky. We oh. asked for the the best performances, best games they remember. Uh thirty six eighty seven says nineteen eighty one, Ron Kellogg in Northwest was ranked number two. They beat uh, us at Lincoln East with Mark Grabow, uh eighty two to eighty one. Kellogg had twenty eight. Uh, Grabow had 32. The doors at East were closed at halftime of the JV game for the varsity game. That's yeah, yeah. That's, I assume that's Ron Kellogg's dad, Ron, Ron Kellogg Jr., former Nebraska I think, quarterback. I, think so. I assume so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Sean says uh, Lincoln East class of '93, 42 points in the highly competitive East Intermural League under Rudy Store. Okay, well, go get it. That was around my time. I see you. It was just after I'd left high school, but mm. I see you. Uh, we have 96-57 saying best was 10 points versus West Point Central Catholic. Not much, but it was a tight game between two teams that made the state finals that year. My role was defender and rebounder, so 10 was great for me. Um, 96-57, where'd you go to high school? What was that rivalry? You know, how how tight was it? Um, then Scott from Bancroft said, 25 points, senior night, final home game um, of uh, Bancroft Rosalie, but they lost to Waterloo in overtime. That's tough. That to score hurts. a career high 25, yeah. but to lose in overtime, like that's the good and the bad, the mixed bag. Yikes. That hurts. Yeah, sad sad to hear that, but I've had many moments where I went nuts and came up short. So, 
Uh, I'm in the boat with you, Bancroft. Do you remember your senior night? I don't. Not not in high school, but in college. I Co- yeah, walk us through college then. No, it was it was very emotional. I mean, it was it was um, you know at the Devaney, mom and dad were there, stepmom was there, and to know that it was going to be, you know, maybe a final moment of not being able to grace the floor again. It was it was really emotional. I teared up. I cried. Yeah, it's good. But it was good. It was good. It was. Um, I mean, it was. Uh, it was. It was. It was difficult. I mean, it goes to show you how fast it goes. So take sure. you know, take advantage. I don't care what the moment is for you, whether it's playing ball or it's with with uh, loved ones or, um, it, you know, it's a job situation. I mean, there's a lot of frustration that comes with it. It's not just in sports. Just frustration that comes with different things in life. Mm-hmm. But learn the lessons. Take something from it. Always glean something out of it and then uh, figure out um, to make the best out of every moment because those moments are not promised. They're not given. And, um, you know, seize the day. Carpe diem. Amen to that. One guy who sees the day, Riley W. on the text line, Stricky, 57 on 14 threes in a Cornhusker State Games game. Yeah, that's getting it done. That'll those do. were always fun. Cornhusker State Games were, you know, people will collectively come across the country and bring teams in. Mm-hmm. I never really got to play in one. I think they used to play them in Hastings or, or something like that. And I was always like doing something or busy or wasn't able to do it. But I, I heard there was some really intense rivalry. I know a guy named, um, you know, one of our former players, T. Buchanan and his teams mm-hmm. and Derek Vick and those guys used to always go out there, former Husker guys, and, and uh, they would pretty much dominate their class a lot of the times. And then guys – uh, some guys out of Omaha uh, would also come out and play. I, I used to know guys that would go do it. Uh, again, keep your uh, your best high school basketball performances coming on the text line, 402-464-5685. We have 3195 saying they were one steal away from a quadruple double. Oh, that's amazing. That's dope. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten close to that. I've gotten real close to a triple double. I think I missed it with like nine rebounds or something i should the rebounds somebody the assists are on other people but the rebounds tricky that's your thing i think somebody should have just just (laughs) i should have did a freaking uh um um, what's his name i know here i know um for the calves no no into the combo oh the young yeah yeah yeah. where he just freaking just kind of tossed it up at the rim and got it you remember when he did that? Yes, I think there was someone else. Um, Somebody just kind of talked uh, to the combo, like kind of. Ricky Davis did it too. Ricky Davis. Ricky Davis. Did that's it. what I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah, yeah I should have just did that, man. Got me a little triple double. <laughs> have someone tap it out to you. Yeah, you know, man. they don't get yeah, credit man, for man, it. Love your boy, man. Shoot, those are rare <laughs> moments. I know. Uh, Thirty-five ninety-one says he was a wrestler, but dropped twenty-eight points in the Dorchester alumni game. Not okay. bad for a wrestler. Not bad. Um and. Uh, Ben was a ninety five or ninety six fifty seven says he did score forty in a game on his cousin's team in the alumni tournament. So yeah, that's dope. that'll do. Yeah, good stuff. Again, ballers on the text line. Let us know if you're proud of your high school accomplishments. We will shout you out here on air throughout the last half an hour of the show. We'll take a break and we'll keep talking some hoops on the other side. The Oklahoma City Thunder have they arrived? Is there more in the tank for them? Um, do they make a trade? Do they stay the course? Kawhi Leonard got a technical for saying two words. To an official. What did he say? Did he say Uh, something magic? We'll get into that and plenty more as we continue on the block. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.